Welcome to The Real Talk with Tanya Sakowitz podcast, where we help parents and caregivers gain knowledge to increase their confidence and their success in caring for young children. We will cover topics like feeding your baby, getting your baby and you some much needed sleep, and pretty much anything else that has to do with caring for babies and their families after birth. Society sets parents up to fail, and we are here to change that. You can also find full video versions of each episode on our YouTube channel, Newborn Care Solutions. Thanks for tuning in. Good evening and welcome to Real Talk, where every Sunday night we offer insight, education, and resources to in-home caregivers and those affected in their world. These are the children, the parents, the extended family, and everyone who loves them. And our goal is to offer real life topics and learning through discussing real issues and offering real solutions. And tonight I am very excited to welcome a guest, one of our elite students, and her name is Julie Granger. So welcome, Julie. Hi, thank you. Yeah, it's fun to have you. So Julie's on at my request because I wanted to talk to her about this and the topic we're going to discuss tonight. And I wanted to be able to share with all of you. Because Julie's experience is not what she was expecting, but not unusual for somebody who joins our elite program. So I'm going to introduce her just a little bit, and then we're going to dig into this tonight. So Julie is a career nanny with over 18 years of experience providing in-home care to first-time families with twins, triplets, or singletons with special needs. She began her childcare education and career at the age of 18 by working in an infant daycare center and attending the local technical college for her training in early childhood education. This is where her love for babies, baby sign language, and the joy of really kind of thriving in the chaos of working with infants. And those of us who work in this industry, we know that's true, right? It really kind of was born at that point. It was really fostered and it improved with each new baby and each new challenge. Over time, these things really helped shape her to become more in tune with the infants in her care. Having logged over 20,000 hours now of infant care, she's beginning the next evolution and expansion of her knowledge skill set, and passion. Deciding to learn more and becoming a newborn care specialist, she trained through our foundational program and then took a leap into the elite program. She's currently in our elite year one program. And that has really kind of cemented her love and desire to continue growing her knowledge and her skills that allow her to really come alongside parents, and their babies and transition into this new life together, which of course is ultimately what we're all passionate about doing. She's now focused on providing parent education and building confidence as they bond and get to know each other with a calm and confident support person by their side. So Julie, before we jump into talking to you tonight, uh, kind of about your um, experience and, and things with the elite program specifically, Tell us a little bit about your viewpoint of how you got to this point. Uh, with choosing the elite program? Or yeah. just in general? In general. Uh, well, however you want to tell, whatever you want to tell us. Let okay. our audience get to know you a little bit more. I, I, I'm on a lot of social media nanny groups. 
Mm-hmm. And NCS groups I started getting into when I wanted to learn about overnights. And honestly, what spawned me into learning more and driving and choosing your program is watching so many people comment and post and answer questions. And they do so, so professionally, so confidently. And like, they just have so much knowledge and they're just there. And I was like, wow, I want to be able to talk that way because I don't think that I do sound very professional when I speak, or at least I didn't a year ago, (laughs) but I feel like I do better now. Fantastic. So when I specifically asked Julie to come on tonight and I asked her to share specifically about her NCS journey, and that's what we're going to talk about. I did so because when Julie first applied to the elite program, she didn't really have the intention of her career kind of taking a little bit of a turn into where it's gone with that. But through some of the things that come along with the elite program, like the one-on-one coaching, it kind of took an unusual turn. And so I'm going to talk about that with her. Um, And we're going to talk about that tonight, kind of in depth and how it's made that change. So you mentioned that you were interested in NCS training, but specifically the elite program, because you saw how other people were doing. One of the things that I remember you saying early on was I applied for the elite program, but I didn't really think I was going to get in. You came to this with a lot of experience. You came to this with the right kind of background to be in the program. Why didn't you think that you would get in and why did you ultimately apply anyway? Um, I just didn't think that I had enough, maybe formal education, um, and didn't already have a more professional networking type of career. I've always just worked alone for the most part. You know, I get my own jobs and I stay with families usually long-term. So I don't tend to meet many others. I've never networked this way. Um, so I was like, I don't even have what they need, (laughs) but you don't have to be so far set up. You just need some experience. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. And that's a great point because a lot of people come to us from a whole variety of backgrounds. People don't come into this all at the exact same level. Now we do have certain standard requirements, but yes. beyond that, they come to us with a lot of different backgrounds, a lot of different experience. And our goal is with the elite program is to really help you as an individual achieve whatever your goals are within your business. And related to that, what did you think your goals were when you first jumped in here? What was your initial thought? I wanted to learn how to be much more professional. I wanted to know all there was to know about providing night care. Mm -hmm. Because, you know, I used to just say it was like being a and NCS was a night nanny, you know, on crack. <laughs> my generic way of saying it. Mm-hmm. So people be like, oh, okay. I was like, I need to learn how to say it. Not like that. Mm-hmm. Um, so now I do much better. It's, I've even forgotten the question right now. <laughs> That's okay. That's the beautiful thing about doing this this way. We can just keep talking about it. So what, right? what were your goals with the program? So it was to be able to explain what you do a little better. 
I actually thought that I was going to go into newborn care closer to like a retirement thing mm -hmm. for overnights thinking, ah, I can't chase those toddlers anymore. Hit me up, you know, I'll be with the babies at night. Mm -hmm. Oh no, that's no. Mm -hmm. Yeah. There's still a lot of work. Yep. No, for lots of reasons. I just the other day, somebody commented on a, a post that I saw and they said something about, so it's getting a little hard for me to do nanny work anymore. And I'm getting tired. Um, my body's just really wearing out. So I thought doing NCS work would be a really good idea so I can just snuggle with the babies. And it was like, um, I think we need to have a chat. Uh, yep. You have to understand that this is hard work. Um, so I love that you brought that up. During the program, you know, you have, have been a really participatory student in the program. And we've had our one-on-one -on -one calls that are part of it. You participate in all of the monthly lessons, the monthly calls, that sort of thing. Um, but what happened during that time that made you realize your career might actually take a slightly different turn? Honestly, it was, I think it was our first one-on-one um, -on -one call. Mm -hmm. And, you know, it was a matter of just kind of staring at you being like, hi, I don't, I don't know what I'm supposed to tell you here. Okay. <laughs> I don't know what we're supposed to talk about. And so I kind of decided, well, let me just start telling this woman a little bit about things I'm not so good at and things I want to improve on. And somehow it became, no, that's a really big strength. And you should, you know, learn more about that mm -hmm. and, and use that. And there's different ways you can use that. And I went, huh. And that just opened my eyes and it's built a confidence that, wow, I thought these were faults. Uh-uh. And now look at the things that I do see are natural, I say faults, because it's just being real with who you are. And this is my strengths. These are not my strengths. And, and that's okay. Mm -hmm. You know? Yeah, absolutely. And I did actually have one student who said um, last month, she said, that's one of the things that I seem to be able to do with our students is to help you look at the things that you thought were negatives, yes. turn them into positives and show you how those things actually are beneficial because each one of us is individuals and we serve the families. If we're paying attention to that, we attract and serve the families we're meant to serve because there's different NCS for different families and different needs. So that was huge. So where we went with that conversation that day, was looking at the fact that you are really good at helping families with sleep, but doing so in kind of a different manner than a lot of people do. A lot of people are just, come on in, we're going to cry it out. We're going to get this over with. And a lot of people don't like working with kids who are a little bit older. Now, of course, you know, I'm a huge fan of let's just set everybody up for success in the beginning. So nobody has to cry, but that's not the reality for every family. And you have a special gift. You have a special knack for really intuitively kind of seeing what the core, what the root problem is and helping find gentle ways of doing that. So talk to us a little bit about that for a minute, um, about what's happened, you know, what that looks like and then kind of where you've gone with it. You know, it's, the fault that I thought that was, was trying to explain to parents. And I always felt like I can't explain to them why I chose this or chose that or how this is going to work or why I believe so hard to try this method. Um, 
And I felt that was bad. And it turns out, no, I just, I need to be there in order to actually go with it, do it with the child. Mm -hmm. So I can poke and prod and watch their responses as we go through the process. As I eliminate things like, oh, it's 2 a.m. They really want to play with your face. Oh, no, no, we don't do that anymore. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And, you know, and watch their responses. Mm -hmm. Um, All kinds of little overnight tweaks that that bad habits and things that they kind of get into. Um, I've really enjoyed getting to go into homes for, I'm still creating the program, but I'm, right now I'm at a 48 hour window just because that gives me part of a weekend. Um, and I don't have longer than that to give. Um, and I stay and I stay the whole time. Mm-hmm. And I am either watching you with your baby to give pointers and see how they're taking things in and, or I'm doing it myself mm-hmm. at part of the times that are a little harder and seeing how they'll respond with, you know, not the smell of milk and things nearby. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. So I love that what you are essentially describing part of why I love it so much is it's a responsive style. Yes. Not, yes. We're not putting a baby in a crib, shutting the door and saying, see you in the morning, no matter how rough it gets, you're paying attention and you're responding and meeting their needs. And in doing so are helping them feel more secure. And yeah, you may not always be able to articulate to a parent why you're doing something, but that's because you intuitively understand what that baby needs or what that response means, and then try something else. And too many people overlook that as a way of working with families, but it works, doesn't it? It does. It really does. And when you, when I friend kind of got asked to do it for the first time, I actually was chatting with a parent um, about coming in to just do some NCS work. And she was still letting me know things were happening in the family. And next thing I know, um, she's like, actually, why don't you come in, set up the whole program and tell everybody else what we're doing for other staff. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, I was just going to do some nights, but okay, (laughs) I'll start a program up. Let's do it. (laughs) Right. And it really has made a difference. You've had great success with the families that you work for since we essentially, since I essentially said, you need to do this. You have a gift here and this serves these families and it makes a difference for them. It really does. And it does it in a way that isn't painful to them. You know, so too often the, the jump is to just, oh, well, let's just shut the door and let them cry it out. And that's hard. It's hard on the babies. It's hard on the families. It's hard on us as caregivers also. And love that you are doing this. So if you're doing this, are you still taking other NCS clients? I am. I am. Um, I'm doing a temp work with the short-term families because I'm still transitioning from nanny to full-time NCS, which should be done in springish. Um, so I'm enjoying the temp work because I'm getting to learn a lot mm-hmm. with new families and new situations and new things like that. So I get to kind of practice some of the other skills and things we learn a little faster. Right. <laughs> yeah. Um, now, I love that you mentioned that you're still transitioning. A lot of people think, that, you know, when you transition to NCS, that it has to be like this clean jump 
And for some people it is, for some circumstances, that is how it works. But for a lot of people, they do it like you do, where they're still nannying and then are taking, you know, more shorter term or just a few nights a week, that sort of thing, because burnout is real if, and exhaustion is real if you don't take care of yourself. So I love that you brought that up. Um, So can, can people do both? They can. And one of the things that I don't even remember which part of the programs you've teached it, but um, the, our energy and balance in our energy is my number one goal as I've been transitioning. Mm -hmm. So being very, very particular about the families I'll choose to work with for a temp, even a couple nights here or there, um, the amount of sleep I might get that night, the, so the age and number of babies, all of that is very important to me. Um, cause at no point do I want to be overextended for my day job and, or the night job. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So balancing that's, is big. Yeah. Balance is huge. And that's a key component of doing this successfully. And that is a big part of what we talk about in a lot of times that first call is where are you at? Where do you want to go? And how do you get there effectively and safely for everyone? Um, so that's huge. What else about the elite program has allowed you to do that or do what you might not have thought you could? Honestly, it's a, it's twofold. It's one being the confidence that's, that I've gotten from being part of this, you know, group. And now all of a sudden I have, you know, there's all these team people and like, I like you and I like people. What? (laughs) I don't want to work alone all the time anymore. I have people to bounce ideas off and you celebrate. So this is what really big. You celebrate the individuality in such a way that it doesn't matter if you do this different and you do that different because you talk about all the time how there are proper families for each person and each person for those families. And our individuality is not to be shamed or judged, celebrate it, you know? And so that's really, really been a major factor for me. I'm glad to know that. I try very hard to do that because I believe it so passionately. Uh, And it really, I'm glad that it shows through. So we are almost out of time already, Julie. Um, And you were worried we weren't going to have enough to talk about, right? (laughs) So before we end for tonight, is there anything else you'd like to share with our audience about anything around being an NCS, around sleep, about being a nanny, about the elite program, anything final that you'd love to share? Um, I think it was part of the end of a question earlier, and I kind of want to go back to it. And I just want to say that I didn't join. I wanted to join the program. And then there was a lot that happened in 2020 that made me think that I wasn't going to be emotionally stable enough to focus and learn and grow and try new things. Mm-hmm. Um, and something happened when that little pop-up on my screen that says they're taping, taking applications and I just reacted mm-hmm. and I just did it. Mm-hmm. And so if you are like me, you know, if you, maybe you haven't had a lot of formal education or continuing education in the past few years, but you have a certain standard of experience. It's not as hard as you think it is. 
because I was afraid of how hard I thought it might be. And I'm like, oh, that that's it. That's not so bad. I could do that. Right? Yes. Yeah. And it's been fun to have you part of the program. And I'm looking forward to what the future holds within that and for you to see where you go. Because at the end of the day, I am thoroughly invested in your success and the success yeah. of the rest of our students. I had that conversation with someone today. Um, and it's just, it's, it's everything about why I do it, um, is to see you be successful because at the heart of my why is always the families and the babies. And they're the ones who benefit from that when you are successful. Uh, yes. So I love it. I love it. So thank you so much for joining us on Real Talk, Julie. It's been really an honor to have you on here with us. I'm glad you took the plunge when I asked you. Um, and you've shared some great takeaways for our audience that some of the things that they may view as a negative might actually be one of the biggest positives there is about who they are. So thanks yeah. for joining us. I really enjoyed having you on. Thank you. Absolutely. Thank you also in our audience for joining us. If you have any questions around this topic or anything that Julie shared tonight, or about the elite program and how it might benefit you, put them in the feed and tag Newborn Care Solutions and we'll make sure that you get answers. If you wanna catch this on replay or any of our other Real Talk episodes, log on to newborncaresolutions.com and click on the education tab, or you can find all of our Real Talk on YouTube. We have a channel there. You just go to the search function on YouTube and type in Real Talk Newborn Care Solutions and they all come up. Thanks for joining us and have a fantastic night. Thanks for listening to the Real Talk with Tanya Sackowitz podcast. Make sure to subscribe so you don't miss any episodes. And if you liked what you heard, please share it on social media or send it directly to someone you think might benefit. It would also be a huge support if you could rate and review the podcast on whatever player you're currently listening on so that other people can find the content easier. You can also connect to us by following us on Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, and TikTok or checking out our website at newborncaresolutions.com. Thanks again for listening, and we'll see you on the next episode of the Real Talk Podcast with Tanya Sakowitz.